Expert Insights is an ongoing medical education podcast. The Carl Division of Continuing Education designates that each episode of this enduring material is worth a maximum of 0.25 AMA PRA Category 1 credit. To collect credit, please click on the link and complete the episode's post-test. This podcast forum is brought to you to share expertise and insights within our integrated delivery system to help us improve the health of the people we serve and achieve world-class accessible care. This is Expert Insights. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. We're talking today about overcoming physician burnout, and my guest is Dr. Andy Arwari. He's a physician specializing in hospital medicine and palliative care at the Carl Foundation Hospital. Dr. Arwari, tell us a little bit about yourself. How many hours a week do you work in general? Tell us your story of physician burnout. Well, thank you very much, Melanie. Um, so my, uh, I, I uh, do several roles. I, I've done several roles here at Carl and uh, working as a physician and also in, in, in physician leadership. And uh, I, I don't know if I can quantify the hours. And the, the problem with that is really that um, my work also extended well beyond the time that I spent in the hospital or in the clinic uh, because of my administrative responsibilities. And it, it, it seemed like I was on a hamster wheel. <laughs> go, 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 go. And, and uh, over the course of time, uh, that did lead me to burnout. And burnout is used, it's become a very um, common word in, in the medical profession. Um, and it really, it has to do with, uh, from my perspective, is the, is the interaction of physicians with the system, but it also has to do with uh, physician limits. Uh, and what I mean by that is that uh, it becomes very easy to get lost in, in the system um, and to take on more things and uh, more responsibilities without realizing your limits. And when you start to also um, not take care of yourself and uh, to focus too much on the the role of of your uh, job, then it's easy to uh, dive into that that phase that leads into burnout. and as you know, it, it became very easy for me to be asked to do more and more and more and more. And then uh, it, it, the best way I can describe this is uh, it, it started to feel uh, as if I was not myself. And um, things started to change. And at first I didn't know what it was, um, but I couldn't recognize that the, I had a problem. And... Um, it started to affect me in, in, a, in a lot of different ways. And uh, luckily, it didn't um, cause any problems with patient care, but it started to affect um, my life as, as far as personal relationships um, and also how I felt about myself. And it, 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 it slowly got to the point where I, I started to realize that, you know, I, 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 it, it almost felt surreal, like if, if I was not myself anymore. And uh, it got to the point where I was not enjoying medicine anymore, and, and I had uh, thoughts of actually leaving medicine and stop uh, practicing as a physician. Wow. It's fascinating to me, Dr. Arwari, because we don't think of, we think of doctors and physicians as superhuman, 
but we are all human after all. So what were some of your frustrations? Because you've got increasing administrative responsibilities, reduced time with patients, electronic health records to maintain. There's so much stress in your job. What were some of the things as you were examining this that you could point to that said, this is one of those things that's making me nuts? You know, I don't think that there's anything in particular that I would say that uh, made me nuts. It, 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 it was sort of, uh, I don't know if nuts is really the word to use, but uh, the stress uh, was really more of uh, doing too many things and, and not taking uh, the time to um, stop and reflect that maybe it was too much, uh, also to set boundaries um, being in, in administrative leadership roles sometimes also um, uh, puts you in a position where you're having to deal with other people's problems. And somehow that, all, that line could also get blurred when, when all of a sudden you start to think that, well, now they've become my problem. And they really are not your problems. They're someone else's problems. You're there to help and facilitate uh, someone resolving those problems um, sometimes difficult things have to be uh, done uh, to move those those issues along, um, but it, it becomes very easy in, in in the mix of the day to get caught up in all of this. And uh, so I, I think that that's really what, what what got me into a lot of trouble. I know that there's been a lot of discussion about the EMR, and, and certainly it, it frustrates everyone. Um, EMRs have evolved. Over the from when they were first introduced, and you know when utilized appropriately, they're a great tool. Um, but they also are a great stressor, and it and it seems to me like they are um, uh, things that have become a little bit hard to navigate. But they are there to. It, we need to focus on the why we're doing it and and how they are really helping us take better care of patients. Now, some will argue that there are functions in EMR that are really not useful. Um, Yes, I, I think that there's a way that um, we can Im- help streamline that EMR function. Um, there's definitely feedback that we can all provide and, 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 and work on it. Um, but EMR is really, it, 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 is a, it is a stressor, but it's not the only stressor in the, in the job. Um, there's a lot of regulatory things that have happened over the last couple of years that have put uh, a lot of uh, cha- new challenges on physician practices. Uh, these are regulatory things that affect every physician and every provider across the country. There's a lot of things that the government has asked physicians to provide. Healthcare has moved in, in tremendous strides towards uh, new horizons. There's a lot of changes, and with those changes, a, a lot of stress comes along, and, and that gets, um, it, uh, that's what really affects physicians' practice on a day-to-day basis. Um, for me, it was, uh, again, you know, noticing uh, changes and not recognizing what was going on with myself. Um, I, I think I'll jump the gun here to say that I was very fortunate uh, because I uh, reached out to my uh, chief medical officer, who was a, a tremendous help, um, who um, was able to lend, give me his hand and say, hey, we're going to help you. And um, I was able to get the support, and there were resources here at Carl that, that were provided to me 
and kind of also helped me reflect on myself and to change some of the things that that had led me into burnout. Um, It it, it was obviously very uncomfortable for me to be in that position um, because physicians don't want to ask for help. We're we're used to giving help, not receiving it. Um, But I'm glad I did. and, and, And because of that, I'm in a much better place today. And I know what got me into trouble. And so those are things that I am able to uh, look and uh, able to recognize today and able to avoid. And with that also comes the responsibility of being able to help other physicians and other colleagues who might be entering that that phase and say, hey, how can I help you? I've been there. I know what it's like. Um, let, Let me tell you what we can do to help you. Which is exactly what you're doing now. And I certainly am, I appreciate you coming on like this because, as you say, other physicians don't necessarily know where to turn. And what steps did you take to overcome it? How long did it take you to find joy in your profession again? And how are you avoiding getting burnt out again? Oh, great question. Um, so, you know, I uh, actually had to um, de-escalate uh, <laughs> um, uh, what I was doing and uh, was actually, uh, you know, thanks to my chief medical officer, uh, was put in another role um, to help me decompress. Uh, it also, that allowed me to have time to reflect on myself. Uh, I also um, had the help and support of, uh, we have a burnout committee here. Um, I was able to start to recognize that uh, it's okay not to have to be involved in everything and uh, learning how to delegate and also how to saying, hey, thank you so much for offering me this or thank you so much for considering me, but I cannot do this. But I do know someone who can and someone who would be great and fantastic at this job. And learning to uh, also focus a little bit on myself of recognizing, well, what's important to me? What would I like to do for myself that is not job-related? And so also finding time and uh, definitely spending more time with my family, spending, uh, focusing more on my family and, 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 and being part of that, uh, which at times, you know, what was, was not always that easy to, to be in. What would you like to tell other providers if they are feeling some of these things that you were feeling, Dr. Arwari, and and you turn to your chief medical officer, what would you like them to know about the resources at the Carl Foundation Hospital to help with physician burnout? Give them your best advice. That it's okay to reach out, that it's absolutely, uh, it's hard. Um, because, again, we, we don't want to uh, recognize that, that, that there may be issues, but it's absolutely okay to uh, ask for help uh, or to just talk to, to, to a colleague and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing this. Um, what can I do? And I think Carl has been phenomenal at putting the resources uh, available uh, for physicians to just reach out and, and, and find ways to, to be helped as far as recurring from burnout, um, so that they can continue to find that joy and continue to be uh, a physician and, and, and take care of patients. So um, what I would say is that there are resources. Um, I think the organization does take this very seriously, um, and it is possible. It, it's, but, but that first step has to be taken. It has to be that recognition of burnout. Um, 
burnout doesn't also mean that, you know, anytime that there's a change or something changes in the organization that, you know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to feel burnt out. It, it really has to do with um, uh, self-awareness of, of yourself and how you're interacting with the system. Um, there's a great analogy that I just uh, heard of about the canary in the coal mine. Well, you may not be able to change the coal mine, but you can certainly change the canary. And so that's, that's really what burnout uh, prevention focuses on is how do we help the physician re-engage and re-energize and, and not feel overstressed and, what a, and, and to recognize what the stressors may be. I think everyone is a little bit different. They're going to be different stressors. There may be common stressors. Um, but what is it about the individual that, that, can, that we can help focus and help them uh, stay out of burnout or recover from burnout? Thank you so much, Dr. Arwari, for coming on today and sharing your story. It's not easy to do. We really applaud your efforts in helping other providers so that they know where to turn if they feel some of those things and they feel that they're headed towards physician burnout. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Expert Insights with the Carl Foundation Hospital. For a listing of Carl providers and to view Carl-sponsored educational activities, please visit carlconnect.com. That's carlconnect.com. We hope the information gained will be applicable to your work and life. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.